Hey guys, what's good? Welcome back to You Get The Gist. I'm your host Dirty and lately I've been sick to my stomach. Honestly, I've been staying at home for the past week because I felt so bad and now since yesterday I've started feeling better again, thank god. So um, I have had a lot of time to be by myself, to reflect on many things basically in my life and I have been reading into some very interesting topics. Sitting alone and having so much time to think about basically everything because you do get bored at some time brings you to some realizations about maybe some missteps that you have caused yourself into your life. As a very self-aware person, I do know when it's my fault or when I'm overreacting to something and analytical as I am when it comes to self-development, I try to go back to the root And sometimes I can't do that by myself and I need some input from outside. So I grabbed my book that I was reading some months ago about self-sabotage. The book is called The Mountain Is You and is written by Brianna Wiest. It's basically a self-help book that helps you turn self-sabotage into self-mastery. That's what it says on the hardcover. And... It has been one of the most inspirational books that I have ever laid my hands on because it is not just telling you what you're doing wrong. It is very psychological. It goes in depth and it also tells you some really good approaching methods how to continue on your healing journey. I've gotten some really good input about past trauma and how to cope with it and how to not take everything from the past into your future as I do that sometimes especially in my relationships of any kind. So today we are talking about exactly that. We are talking about how to heal our past trauma and how to get rid of it, how to grow over it And how to learn from it, basically. How to apply the lessons that we have so hardly learned to become our better selves. Alright, so the first step of healing your past trauma is that you have to get the work done. You have to do the shadow work, you have to go back in time and you have to remember or try to remember how it all started. Do you have abandonment issues? Do you have a fear of losing? Do you have financial problems? Do you have difficulties finding new friends? Are you scared of the future? All of those things are legitimate reasons, legitimate fears, but they all started somewhere. You're not born fearing something or being bad at something, but it is something that has caused it in your past. It doesn't matter how far back it goes, if it is childhood, if it is your teenage years, or if it's something that just happened, let's say, six months ago. Trauma is trauma. It doesn't matter how long it's been sitting there for, but you have to give it your all and try to remember where it originated. By doing so, you will open up portals to the past, to a place in your life and a time in your life where you didn't feel right, where you actually don't want to look back onto because you don't want to be that anymore. But by suppressing this experience and this memory of where it all started, you are 
staggering. You are staying in the same space because if you don't even know the cause, if you don't know the root, how do you want to solve the problem? You're going to try to solve the symptoms that you have out of it. You're not going to solve the root of the sickness. For example, if you have abandonment issues and you feel like you cannot maintain any relationships, you will try to hoard money to get a sense of safety. If you're failing your classes, you will try to upgrade your relationships to feel like you are being good at something. But do you understand that you are actually just tapping around the problem, but you're not doing anything to solve the problem itself? Therefore, it is crucial that you go back in time, that you go through the pain, that you feel all those feelings that you felt when it all happened, so that you can start implementing work onto really solving the deep cause. Take as much time as you need, meditate on it, just sit down and really go to a time traveling phase and find the root of, of your problem. As soon as you get there, sit with the feelings. Sit with them, with the anger, the frustration, the fear, the hurt. Sit with all of it and let let it be acknowledged. That's all that it wants. It wants you to acknowledge it. It wants to know, hey, now my person knows where I came from. He or she knows why I'm here. I'm being acknowledged. And now hopefully I can be set free. I can be let go of. The relief that you will get after this powerful practice is indescribable. What I love to do is I journal about all of my experiences and about all of my time travel journeys so that I have every detail right in front of me so that I don't neglect any of it because it wants to be acknowledged. As I just said, everything has to be known of in order to be let go of if you don't know what the problem is how do you want to let it go what can you learn from the past what do you know now that you wish you knew back then and how can you help your past self imagine that you're sitting in a room with yourself when you were going through that traumatizing situation and just Give yourself the type of advice that you would would have needed back then so desperately. Tell yourself that everything is going to turn out just fine, that you're going to be a lot more powerful at the end of this rocky road. The valuable lessons that you're going to learn and everything that you're going to gain out of it. It's all about shifting your perspective. It is acknowledging that you have went through a traumatizing phase but then focusing on the good that came out of it. Focus on everything that has made you a stronger person, that has absolutely destroyed who you were and rebirthed this new, better, improved version of yourself. We are constantly in a process of becoming our better selves towards our best selves that we are probably never going to reach, but we are always going to be in a process of bettering ourselves. Only you truly know about your internal glow up. 
Nobody sees all the shadow work that you have done. Nobody sees how your mindset has shifted, how how you can feel your feelings better, how you can handle all of your emotion better without it feeling like it's overwhelming you, like it's overcoming you like a tsunami. And nobody sees that your heart is healing. A glow up is not about looking better, doing better financially, having a better job, being in this on this tropical vacation. It's absolutely not that. Because if a glow up is this for you, you're still seeking validation from outside. You want people to know and to see and to believe that you are doing better. But at the end of the day, it's just you having to know and to feel that you are better. You are not the center of attention of anybody else's life. You are your own center of attention. You are your own protagonist to your own life. And so is the case with everybody else and their lives. So it's not that deep. You have to look out for yourself and to care for yourself the most. Love yourself the most because that is what everybody else does too or should be doing as well. So trying to impress anybody else will only meet deaf ears. To put it in an easy way, nobody cares that much about somebody else. And it's not a bad thing at all. It is a very good thing. It's good to take care of your own heart, of your own mental health, so that when your vessel is full, you can pour from it. You can help other people when it is your time to help. You can be there for others when you are needed. And you can be an inspiration to others when others are be- are lost and looking for guidance. But when you have nothing to give and you don't feel like you're enough, you feel like you're disrupted inside, you're not living your authentic life, there is nothing anybody else can learn from you but maybe how to not live life like you do. And I don't think that you want to be a negative um, example. If you're feeling like you have suppressed your emotions for such a long time and you don't know how it is to feel your feelings, you can use meditation to feel your feelings. Even though meditation is meant to or is is commonly known as a practice that will relax you and will take you away from your overwhelming feelings, you can use meditation to feel your feelings, to just sit with everything that wants to come and pass, sit with anger, frustration, fear, absolutely everything that feels negative at the moment right now, but actually isn't. All emotion is legitimate and all emotion is just a feeling. You are giving it a connotation of being something positive or negative and by doing so you are categorizing which feelings you allow to express and which you don't and the ones that you don't express will stuck will be stuck somewhere in your body. And you know that mind and body connection are very strong. So if mentally you are doing something wrong that sickens you, it will sicken your body eventually. You will feel a lot of tension in your neck, in your back. You will feel a, a nervous stomach. You will feel knee pain. You will you, you get the gist. You understand what I'm trying to tell you. So therefore it is crucial to sit with all types of feelings that you have maybe 
change your perspective onto those feelings that they are not here to hurt you, to give you heartache, to give you, um, to make your heart race in a, in a negative and nervous way, to put you in fight or flight mode. They are here to be felt and then to be let go of. It's supposed to be like the ocean, like the waves. They come and go. They're not here to come and destroy like a tsunami. If you keep them bottled up like that, that is the effect they're going to have. But with like with everything else in life, if you stop trying to aggressively control everything, then you are not disrupting the flow of how your emotions would like to manifest and how everything else in your life is trying to go on about their course. Holding on too tight to past experiences and all of the feelings that have never been expressed will have negative and deteriorating effects on your future and also on your present. If, for example, you have had bad dating experiences or a bad relationship with somebody in your past, you will always be on the lookout of negative traits in your new partners. You will always be extra careful and with, and always in fight or flight mode so that you avoid getting in that situation again where you could get your feelings hurt. You will always doubt your new connections and you will just wait for them to stab you in the back like the past experiences did. It is not fair to yourself and to your new partners and to your new situations that you stain them from your past with all of the pain, all of the regret and all of the hurt that they have never actually caused you. It is just you not being able to let go of what was. It is you embracing the feeling of being the victim because in a very wicked way, you feel very comfortable in that position. And you do so because you are a habitual human being. You are being used to this and everything that is known, even though it is negative, is feeling like comfort. It feels familiar and it feels good in some, in some wicked way. Healing is very uncomfortable, very unnatural. It is breaking you into pieces and putting you back up again it's painful it is tiring and it's not a linear process that is why we love to just be in our victim role because it feels like we have built our nest around that we are warm and comfortable in there we know how to act and how to react when we are embracing this position and that is why we tend to always continue um repeating this cycle where you put yourself in this position you assume that everybody just wants to fuck you over again and so they will eventually because wherever you're focus goes, energy flows. But what if you assumed that this new relationship, this new situation that you are in is something beneficial to you, is something that will bring you closer to, to whatever you're trying to manifest. You're trying to have this wonderful career, you're trying to have this wonderful relationship and later on marriage with someone and you're trying to trust someone and 
this someone will prove to you that yes, it was a good choice to trust me because I got you, you got me, we're building from here and we don't let any of the past trauma get in our way. Your broken heart was not broken by the person that is trying to heal it right now for you. Fear is not keeping you safe. That is the illusion. You think that maybe being scared and so being more precautious of some situations or some sort of people will keep you away from doing the same mistake all over again. But by doing so, by taking a step back and never taking a risk, never taking that leap of faith, you will stay in the same place and you will be stuck and you will feel like you're stuck. And so again, you will fall into the cycle of, oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing, where I'm going, because I seem to apparently be going nowhere. I cannot progress in life. I cannot get over this and my life is shitty. When in fact, it's just you being controlled by your fear and your limiting beliefs that come along with it. Therefore, healing is the most important thing you're here to do taking in consideration that fear will not lead you away from the trauma but action is going to lead you away from it it requires that you do all the shadow work and the bad work and everything that hurts to heal because just like a snake has to shed its skin to continue growing and to continue living, you have to lay off all of those layers, all of this baggage that is making your path more difficult in order for you to spread your wings and go towards your goals and go towards a happy, better self that is free of fear, that has a lot more understanding for life and for, for the lessons that you have learned. Somebody that is full of gratitude and of inner peace that can conquer the world. All right, so... Thank you guys for listening to this wonderful episode. I feel like this one was especially helpful. At least it was to me, honestly, to hear myself say all of those things that I have learned in the past few days and that I have been intensely reading into as I feel like there is no way how you can progress in life if you don't get over what is holding you back. If you love the pod at least half as much as I do, then help it grow by sharing it with your friends, rating it five stars on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever you are listening from, and leaving me a review, leave a comment, or follow the Instagram page. It is called at you get the gist podcast. And I'm just thankful for every episode that you are here to listen thank you for your support you are not going unnoticed and i'm sure that at the end of this episode you got the gist bye